Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I am joined by Peter Evans, VP and Marketing Exec of HP Server Division. Welcome, Peter. Welcome. How are you today? I am fantastic. It's an exciting day for Intel with the launch of the new Xeon product line. And, you know, HP is one of our largest partners, and I'm excited to have you on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what your role is at HP and how that relates um, to the delivery of uh, data center solutions? Sure. Um, I uh, have recently joined HP in a new role uh, for myself. I run marketing for the uh, the service organization, you know, and our primary focus is to, you know, look at what is happening with the trends in the industry, start rethinking about, you know, what the overall compute industry is doing and how we can start uh, making sure that we're delivering the kind of innovations in partnership with people like Intel, you know, to, to address those needs and those customers' business outcomes as they try and take advantage of some of the, the prevailing market trends. You know, HP is obviously a market leader in the data center space, and you talk about those trends. Uh, the data center arena has changed a lot over the last five years alone. Can you talk about where are the um, new opportunities to address customer requirements and where you're seeing data center technology moving? Sure. Um, so, you know, a couple of thoughts. Let's talk about the trends first. I mean, a lot of people talk about things like big data, you know, and, uh, you know, mobility, social, these sorts of things. You know, what we're actually seeing is there's a little bit of a perfect storm occurring. You know, we've got exponential growth of the amount of data. We've got exponential growth in terms of the number of devices producing data. So not just our smartphones, but, you know, embedded computers everywhere. We've got exponential growth in the number of applications that leverage that data for, you know, providing actionable intelligence into the businesses. And, you know, more, most interestingly, we've got, uh, you know, growth in terms of, you know, the connections between all these different systems. So we're moving from much more of a transactional to a, a relational business model. And so when we lay these all together, you know, multiple exponential curves on top of each other, it makes for a very interesting set of, you know, external pressures on not only the business, but then the IT manager to kind of serve the business requirements to actually, you know, take advantage of these trends and actually, you know, create a, a different experience at the point of engagement with their customer. You know, so what does this mean for the data center? Well, let's start with kind of moving from a transactional to a relational business model. It starts to create sort of a different environment where we see disaggregation of, you know, assets within the data center and the opportunity to kind of dynamically bring those together, you know, in different building blocks to create a different set of solutions, you know, to deal with workloads in almost an on-demand and very agile manner. Now, that in turn translates to how we're thinking about innovation across our portfolio, and you know, while working with people like Intel has always been kind of at the heart of what we do, you know, there's a lot of other innovation that we need to wrap around that to create that kind of flexibility and agility to deal with sort of unpredictable and you know, agile demands on the organization. So when you take a look at the, you know, you talked about re-architecting the building blocks of the, of the data center. What has HP's been, approach been in terms of your traditional product lines and, and providing that level of flexibility and, and uh, new solutions that, that address these emerging requirements? Well, there's been sort of two or three, you know, vectors that we've been kind of thinking about as we think about innovation. You know, the first is a bit of an obvious one, making sure we've got a full portfolio that goes from edge to core of the business. And a lot of times what we see is uh, a lot of different uh, organizations will have, you know, specific compute offers, but those may not be necessarily the right offer for where the, the requirement is for the workload across the business. So we're making sure we've, you know, fully fleshed out, the you know, edge to core in terms of capabilities, 
um, across the whole portfolio. And then moving up the stack, you could almost think of this about this as three different vectors. Moving up the vertical stack is all about optimizing the workloads onto the right compute model. You know, we talk in, in the industry about uh, oftentimes about how do I, you know, again, coming back to this point of leveraging data at the point of engagement with a customer. And heretofore, we haven't had as an industry the ability to deliver, you know, you know, rich, rich data center type capabilities, you know, all the way out of the edge of the network because there just wasn't the compute power that could be placed there without necessarily all the wrappers of data center kind of functionality or air conditioning power and things like that. You know, we, we've changed that model a little bit with our innovation, trying to look at the way to deliver the right sort of workload in the right place, you know, at the data center or in the right place in the data center. And then, you know, building on top of that, it's all going to be done at the right economics. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, one can run a compute engine, but it's, it's too expensive for what the business model requires. And, so, you know, delivering the right compute at the right economics, you know, with optimizing the workloads has always sort of been our mantra as we're starting to deliver these innovations. You know, we're uh, announcing our new compute strategy for the next 25 years, recognizing that, HP invented, to a certain degree, the x86 marketplace 25 years ago. And as we look at these trends, we're thinking about it a little bit differently, focusing on the business outcomes for the customer and optimizing against that, instead of focusing on optimizing against the server itself and making sure the server itself is most effective it can be. We think that's a very different approach and a very different strategy, and certainly is playing out with our customers. We're starting to realize some real interesting benefits, both in terms of you know, the economic value that we deliver, the time to service value we deliver, and the value of the service itself in that workload optimization. When you take a look at that fundamental shift um, and we reach a milestone, like the introduction of a new um, generation of products from HP, can you talk about what this announcement this week is means in terms of the broader strategy and, and what you are delivering to that strategy today? So let's talk a bit about the announcement. We're really announcing two things today. The first thing we're announcing is our new compute strategy. HP invented the server industry some 25 years ago, and we think it's an opportune time, seeing the shifts that are going on in the industry, to announce our compute strategy for the next 25 years. And we're inviting the industry to reimagine the, the server and start thinking compute. And what we mean by that is let's start focusing on a set of innovations that are focused on delivering business outcomes for the customer and optimizing those as opposed to focusing on optimizing the server. Now, we've been on this compute strategy for about three years, but we haven't really unveiled it in any sort of a meaningful way. We've been delivering different phases over the past couple of years, starting with our ProLiant Gen 8 portfolio, and then delivering continued innovation, such as Moonshot and Apollo, targeting very specific workload requirements out of the customers, as well as doing things like OneView and announcing that portfolio which is really intended to take very heterogeneous multi-vendor environments and homogenize them with a single pane of glass approach to managing up and down the vertical stack and horizontally across the entire business, making sure that we can really understand and drive performance both horizontally and vertically in the business. In complement to what we're doing with the compute strategy announcement, and there will be further phases of that announced over the course of the year, we're actually announcing our ProLiant Gen 9 solution today. Client is built, obviously, on the, the IntelliJ platforms, and, uh, but we've wrapped around that further innovations, which are really focused on three outcomes for the business. The first being you know, radically advanced economics and changing the economics of the data center itself. And what we're seeing through bottoms-up analysis of the innovation, so as well as top-down analysis from customer case studies and real-world applications, is about a 3x improvement 
over previous generations from both HP as well as our competitors in terms of you know, performance per square foot per kilowatt per dollar. The second key tenet of what we're delivering within that portfolio is time to service. What might have taken you know, days or even weeks to turn up, you know, for example, a new workload or, or virtual machines, now can be done in just several clicks of a mouse and can be done in seconds. And again, we've got examples of customers who have experienced as much as a 66%, sorry, 66 times performance improvement on turning up, for example, an application across multiple data centers around the world, what normally they would have provisioned for 66 days to do in terms of turning up all the workloads, all the software, all the infrastructure, and you know, connecting that, they're now doing within a day. So that's a significant advancement in terms of time to service and realizing how we can improve the life of the system's admin. On the last tenant, or the third pillar of this strategy and what we're delivering with Gen 9 is really around the value of the service and making sure those workloads and virtual machines are fully optimized. And again, we're seeing about a, a 3x improvement in previous versus previous generations versus our competitors, you know, primarily in how those software applications are run within the business. Simple example is one customer who had a very large you know, environment for CAD CAM development of very complex designs was actually seeing their virtual machine perform about 30% better when running on top of our ProLiant Gen 9 portfolio through beta trials that we run. So that allowed them to get better employee productivity, lower the number of virtual machine licenses that they had to, uh, to, to use in the environment, and lower the overall complexity within their data center. So again, it's kind of really proving out a message that we've been pushing on the industry overall, and we know that we've been doing this jointly with Intel, that you know, infrastructure really does matter. You know, the right infrastructure choices of the right computer on the right workload can make those workloads work that much better and create much better business outcomes. You developed um, a story here that talks about an end goal in terms of the shift of compute within data centers, as well as what you're delivering today. When you look at the impact to customers, how does a, a CIO look at this uh, solution portfolio and say, okay, my organization will work fundamentally differently in the future because I'm taking advantage of these new capabilities. And, and how do you see IT shifting in terms of what they're del delivering to the business um, with this shift in IT infrastructure? Well, there's a couple of key ideas here that I think, uh, you know, the CIO can benefit from. You know, at the top level, what we've seen and what we experience is there's sort of a question that a lot of CIOs have been asking themselves. You know, on the one hand, they're looking for the agility and economics of cloud you know, and all the benefits that it provides. But there's always a, a bit of a question about, you know, control, security, compliance, when outsourcing things or moving things to the cloud. On the other hand, with the data centers of, of today, there's, there's always this question, of, can I get kind of the agility and responsiveness, you know, and a dynamic sort of management of these pools of assets that can be spun up and spun down in real time to deal with shifting workloads. So there's always sort of a bit of a choice issue and, you know, a question in, in certain cases of control. So what we're seeing with some of the economic value, some of the time to service value, and some of the service, you know, the service value itself, is that the CIO now has a more interesting choice that they can make. They can get a lot of cloud benefits, cloud economics, and cloud agility within the control of their own data center. And so now they can manage their business a little more optimally and not have to do kind of an either-or choice. There's a much more broader spectrum of what they can deliver. The second thing is, if we think about, for example, time to service, the example I gave of, you know, turning up the data centers, you know, in one day versus 66, 
that significantly frees up the operational time of, for example, the, the typical sysadmin, who might have spent a lot of time troubleshooting, a lot of time managing workloads, a lot of times, you know, doing non-productive or non-innovative work. But they can now free up the time and focus on doing things like leveraging the data that's coming in and driving, you know, scripts to manage the systems in such a way that they can get, take better advantage of data insights and propel the business forward. When you take a look at the uh, ProLiant Gen 9 platforms, what has been the early response from customers? And, and are there any particular areas, uh, any particular verticals that seem to be the early adopters of this technology? Uh, I don't know if I could specifically call out any, any specific verticals. We've got a broad set of customers, you know, several hundred customers who have been participants in our development of the portfolio. I've been betaing it and using it, uh, using it uh, in their environments. And, uh, you know, they, they range everywhere from, you know, manufacturing to retail to banking. So, you know, there's no one, one vertical that's jumped out initially. Uh, what I can say, though, is the market response has been very, very good, not only with the, uh, the customers, but with our partner community. We work very tightly with the partner community to actually deliver the value of the, of the Gen 9 portfolio into the customer base. And, uh, you know, they're embracing it radically and, and uh, you know, actually helping us kind of drive out into the marketplace and start working with the customers on discussions about transforming their overall data centers you know, as quickly and rapidly as possible so they can start to take advantage of kind of the economic benefits as well as the performance benefits that they're seeing in the portfolio. So all in all, it's been a, you know, a very, very positive experience, and we're seeing great momentum right now in terms of interest and adoption of the technology. Peter, I'm sure that we have sparked a lot of interest in the listeners online on the solutions that you guys are delivering, as well as HP's strategy for the data center moving forward. Can you point our audience to a place to go to learn more if they've got questions? The very best place to go is to our own website, which really speaks to this new compute strategy and that provides the, uh, the drill downs into further information on specifics of the portfolio, specifics of the technology, and specifics on case studies and business outcomes for customers. Peter Evans, it was a pleasure having you on, on the show. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Oh, thanks very much for the invitation. I look forward to doing this again. Bye now. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.